welcome back. I should say, welcome back. Welcome back. We've been gone for a long, long time, and it's taken us, I don't know, I don't. I lost track of time, but it's taken us a long time to get back to try to do these again. Um, this is Darlene and... Alex. And so we're back after having a baby, um, having two teenagers, Bella High School, Little Bear Middle School, Baby Ray running. My throat just got dry. Mm-hmm. It was 90 over the weekend. And now it's 57, and I just came back from baseball practice. Little Bear's playing baseball. Um, why don't we ball in the rain. Yeah. Why don't we hear a little bit from our official team dad? Oh, yeah. As most of you guys probably know, I do not like baseball. I think it's the most boring sport ever. But <clears throat> I am a participating parent. Coach asked all the parents who want to be team mom. No one raised their hand. He said it could be team dad. And I was like, well, I'm not coaching for one, so I guess I'll be team dad because I'm going to be here all the time. And so I ended up volunteering to be team dad for a sport I don't even care about. He hates baseball. Yes. Like the way I don't care for soccer, that's the way he feels about baseball. He thinks it's boring. He has no respect for the sport. He talks mad, mad shit about it all the time. It drives me crazy because I love the sport. I love watching it. I love playing it. And if I had a choice, I mean, technically, it was the first sport I ever played Mm -hmm. for team sports. And I always tell you and I tell my son this, that I begged my parents to play. Well, I guess we're in the same boat then on that for soccer. Technically, even though I was really good at basketball and I played basketball all in the street, that's why the streets, like when I say the streets, I mean, we had lived in a cul-de-sac and there was three courts. All we did was play basketball. There was like a basketball cul-de-sac. But... <clears throat> my first official team sport was soccer. So that's why I really love soccer. And she. Mm, you know. How funny. Yeah, I remember begging my mom and dad, and my mom knew that it was a commitment and that it meant driving to practices and games. And she was actually having a baby. She was having my brother at the time. So she was out of it. And um, she was just, having a baby the whole season? Well, she was pregnant. <laughs> and, and she had my brother. And so she, I remember her just being like, no, this is not the right time. And I was like, please, please, please. And it was $45, I remember. And she was like, $45. Yeah. She was like, I'm sorry, that's we like just don't pizza, have that. That's what a pizza costs now when you get a delivery. <laughs> and then I was like, what if I raise the money? And I, I got uh, canned money. And then my coach was my neighbor. And he had a whole softball team of kids. Literally, like they had a baby every year. So he coached. And then he told my mom, I'll take her to practice with my daughter. And you guys just have to go to games and stuff. And so we made it work. And I'm glad that happened because I still teach my son that lesson that, like, you have to want to play to do this sport. Mm. And um, one thing that's been driving us crazy, I mean, he's an athletic kid. We're both athletes, or at least we used to be athletes. Mm -hmm. We're way out of breath now. But, like, we have that that competitive drive in us, in both of us. And, you know, our families, especially the Rodrigos, are super competitive. We love watching sports. We get that, like, we get that, we feel that energy and remember what it felt like being on the field when, whatever sport it is, you know, even if it's like a UFC fight, we're like pumped up watching that. yeah. Yeah, so to see our son kind of walk with his shoulders down and 
his tail between his legs, it drives us nuts because he's lacking confidence. No matter how good he is naturally, if you don't have confidence, you don't have it. Yeah, I mean, I think his biggest problem is, the, is well, it's a combination of two things. One is that it should be fun, first of all, mm-hmm. and I think that's half the problem. He's not having fun with it because he's not great at it, and he's getting pissed off that he's not great. So it's like a circle because he's not great. He's not having fun and he's not having fun. He can't get, you can't become great. Cause you're not, you know, you're not enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's just a big circle. So, um, I think he just, what it is too, he, he started baseball really old, not old. He was older, older. Well, 12. you know, so he's <clears throat> usually when they're younger, they're teaching you the game at this age. They're not really teaching him the game. It's not the coach's fault. It's just, the nature of the business mm-hmm. and they're not really it's hard to teach him separately when everyone already knows the most basic rules yeah or concepts where where to throw the ball when there's so who's on ex- the strategy yeah, the strategies and mm-hmm. he's not good at that yet well he's getting better but that's where he messes up so he has athletic ability just doesn't have the mindset of what what to do and where things should go and how to do it so and then he also has anxiety and I know he's mentioned that, like, he freezes when he's out on the field. And I remember getting that feeling. I just wish that I could shake him and say, the minute you believe in yourself, you're going to play differently. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you have to have a really good game to get that cockiness in you. You know what I'm talking about? Because you, you no, were like that. No, I know. Because I, I, uh, I mean, I've had games where, where that fire. I, I was on fire. No, I was on fire. And no matter, I wasn't missing, I was missing zero shots. And even when one time I remember, I would never forget, I had, I think I made three threes real quick. I already had like eight points prior to those threes. And I was just on fire, missing, I was just, I was like 10 for 10. I was killing it. And I remember one time the guy found me and I shot it from half court because the time was running out. So I just shot it just to be funny. And I made it. I was like, I couldn't miss. Even when I was fooling around, I couldn't miss. And sometimes when you get in that groove, you have it. And I, and I think he just needs to find a you know a game like that where you can realize like I can do this and that you know it's not not to say to have a game like that every day but mm-hmm. just to realize that I'm it's possible for me to have to be like this yeah and what we've been doing is like we've been keeping a very open and honest dialogue with him um, and we're already like that to begin with so he expects it but I think you hit a little hard this time because I'm a yeller. I yell while I'm coaching, teaching. Yeah, you 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 always put the fear in us. <laughs> yeah, so I'm the I'm a yeller, and uh, and it's funny because this time I'm not really yelling for two reasons. One is that I don't know this sport, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. And then secondly is that uh, I just try not to put pressure on him because I know he already looks nervous mm-hmm. to figure this out. But it's for the first time he, uh, we came home from a game. And Darlene snapped at him, and, I'm, and I saw Little Bear's face like, oh, no, like, not her, too. Because <laughs> she always has his back. And he was like, no, I don't have, I don't have no support. Look, he know we have, I want to say that we have a great relationship. We talk every day. I hope that he feels comfortable enough to at the moment he continue yeah. wanting to talk to me about things, whether it's baseball or school or drama or anything. And... I don't want to lie to him. I know. It was just in his head. It, it, I'm not saying it was wrong because you should. You, what you said wasn't bad. It wasn't really super aggressive or anything. It's just that you could see in his face he wasn't ready for it. And and he needs to know he's at this age now. I mean, these boys have been playing together since Little League started. Yeah, they're so, six or seven. Yeah, they've had years and years of 
practice, like experience playing with each other. But um, I think what drives me nuts is that he obviously, and I'll, I'm the first to brag about my son. Like sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, I need to stop because I'm being that mom right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's three for three with making team sports at school. He made every sport he tried out for in the middle school level, and it's his first year in middle school. So I'm really proud about that. And mind you, I know it's kind of like, I don't want to call it basic, but a lot of kids tried out for football and basketball and softball's co-ed. So, you know, that's even lesser of a chance. And he's made all three teams. I'm super proud about that. Tomorrow's his first game, Lorbeer versus, uh, I forgot, but it's one of the middle schools that we grew up playing to. Anyway, um, I already know he's going to do good because he's having fun with his friends. Mm-hmm. And here he doesn't know these guys. He's intimidated. He came in, his coach saw that he was a strong boy and was like, cool, let's put him at third. And I was like, oh, I I don't know if he's ready for third. Third is a lot. You have to know a lot of strategy to play third. Yeah, I wanted him at first, but because like you just kind of catch the ball. And then I wanted him at first so you could watch everyone else, what they're doing in the the infield. Mm -hmm. You know, why would... You know, how the action they did, yeah. why they did that. But <clears throat> Coach wanted him at third. He had somebody, I guess supposedly, you're supposed to put like the slow person and the tall person at first. Well, Little Bird's not slow and he's not really, he's tall, but he's not tall as the guy they have at first. And so th- that's why he's there at third. And uh, excuse me if I have to cough. <laughs> 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 Can't get over this cough. We have a little tickle in our throat. I know. And then I have like a balloon in my nose right now. Um, so, I, well, other fails as me being a team dad, I thought it'd be cool to, um, I don't know, because I'm kind of bored because I'm not coaching. I was like, oh, like, let's do walkout music, right? So I plan it all out, speakers. I explained to the parents how to send me audio. He made it really complicated. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, they're just idiots. <laughs> um I don't say that. I just literally told him to record a voice memo and send it to me. That's all you had to do, voice memo. But why not? It's a digital world. Why not just send you? Because that is you, digital. Okay, but why not just send you the title of the song? You because have Apple they, Music. They wanted different parts they of the song. They don't get to be picky. Well, that's what they wanted. So anyways, all I had to do was play the song on a speaker and voice memo it. And people were sending me links and people were sending me pictures and people were sending me a video recording and it was just ridiculous. So... Anyways, I finally got it organized, and only eight or nine parents did it. And, of course, it was the worst quality they ever sent me. And then I go out of my way still trying to fix it, fix the speaker to sound good. And, um, of course, on game day, we play it on the ones that did have their walk-up songs. And it sounded like shit because they recorded it terribly, and they're trying to blame me. And then... (laughs) The times that like no one had a walk up music or was break or warm ups or whatever or in, end of inning, I would play like some other music. But the only music I had on my phone that was safe was like EDM music. His Vegas playlist, like my Vegas playlist stuff, <laughs> because it was safe. There's no cussing. It's just you know beats. And apparently, all the kids were telling Little Bear that my music's gay. What kind of gay music is this? And then even the coach said, the assistant coach said, "Dan, what is this gay music?" So. Apparently we were I guess, we play I, with a lot of um, homophobic yeah, uh, <laughs> Hispanics because all Latinos. So yeah, so I guess my music's supposedly gay, even though I guess I don't know how music could be gay, but according to them, it was. <laughs> and so uh, I stopped doing it. So it was one day, and I gave up. We did it one game, and I don't think, and we had the worst game. That was the worst oh, game. Yeah. 
It was the worst game. I I couldn't shake it off. I was so like, what was that? Nobody came out to play. Uh-uh. So yeah, so we're learning a lot being baseball parents. Um, I hope my son continues to play. I always felt like he was going to be a natural at it. But now that the game has stepped up, strategies involved, maybe he's going to I'm, – I'm thinking he might have a change of heart and might enjoy playing something else. I don't know. Whatever the case, I want him to keep playing as many sports as he can for the next year until he hits high school and then he could really make a solid choice and dedicate and focus on – two of them. Yeah, one to two sports or at least different seasons, right? Yeah. Um, so that's been our uh, – our little story with baseball fails. Um, on top of that, he is Team Dodgers, so that's pretty cool. We have a lot of Dodger gear. We've been um, the other cool part's been the same number for basketball, his high school or junior high football number, and baseball all's been the same number. Yeah, twenty one. And um, it's been well, the fun part too with baseball games and being a spectator when your kids playing. And then, mind you, we can't just sit at the bleachers because we have a baby that is running everywhere. And then we have a daughter that doesn't like people and doesn't want to be around them. And if she is, then she's going to, like, jack your food and, you know, sneeze on you and fart out loud. I don't know. (laughs) Scream and scare everybody. So we set up, like, a a little mini camp. It's nothing crazy, but it's fun. And um, we do a pop-up tent. On a good day, Alex will make his Michi mix. and No, I can't do that there. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> We're just drinking Gatorade out of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll make sandwiches and either his parents or my parents, you know, family come by and we just watch the game. And we never know what's happening because none of the scoreboards work. It's <laughs> probably the most annoying thing about this whole season. We have a cool field and we can't even play on it. And the field, I don't know if you guys have seen my social media post. They would, if they had the chance, their field is the field from A League of Their Own. The movie A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks and the classic baseball movie where he coaches the girls team. There's no crying in baseball. Yes. And so that apparently this field is right here in Ontario, but through the years, it's it's a historical field, so they won't tear it down. But the seats for the bleachers need a lot of work and it's unsafe but they, they won't fix it. But they won't. They don't have the money to fix it. Therefore, nobody gets to play on it. So we it. get to drive by it, park in the parking lot, but never play on it. And it's so sad. I mean, the field is huge. And the, it's maintained. The field's maintained. Yeah. The outfield is bigger than Dodger Stadium outfield. It's like built in the 20s, I think it is. Oh, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like close. It's over 100 years old. And I did a whole little thing on it on my Instagram a while back when I found out I was flipping out. I was trying to do a whole GoFundMe, but it failed. And so anyway, because of that, our big boys, um, the juniors, they're called, right? They don't get to play or practice on a, or on practice a, on, a on their field. actual field. So we always have to play at somebody else's field. And, you know, and we practice on a softball field. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have to hurry up. We're going to make these podcasts nice and short so that you can listen while you're uh, doing your hair in the morning or taking a shower in the morning. Well, you say take a shit. No, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I know I like to personally, I like to listen. listen when you're shitting? No. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say that. <laughs> I like to listen when I'm taking a shower. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. When you listen to it. Shut up. When do you like to listen? 
Two podcasts when yeah. we're taking a shit? No, you don't. <laughs> Shut up. He listens at the worst time when we're trying to go to sleep. At yeah, one in the morning. God, I hate that. It's oh. the worst thing about you, babe. Anyway. um, That's the worst thing? Oh. No, no. Maybe the second thing, but. <laughs> What's the first thing? <laughs> Dang. Is that a secret? <laughs> um. All right. And uh, yeah, so we'll keep you updated on baseball. We are on the fence. He might make all-stars. Personally, I don't think he deserves it. No. Um, next year, if he sticks with it, he better make it. Yeah. Because if we're putting in this much time and effort, then he needs to show yeah, up. Yeah, we're running out extra hours at the batting cages. You know, we're we're doing our, trying to do our due diligence. Even though, again, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> when I'm at the batting cages, I don't even know what to teach him. But I'm just throwing <laughs> balls in the machine because, you know, I'm trying to support as much as I can. But I'm hoping he gets better. Just it's a confidence thing. So maybe next year he's older, more confident. Yeah. Uh, things click. Maybe he has all summer to watch professional baseball to understand the game. And maybe do a baseball camp or something because I've been seeing those pop up mm. on my Instagram. Um, yeah. And otherwise, we'll see what's next. I think the next sport is summer basketball. Well, yeah. Technically, it's filled. But I just got an email yesterday saying oh, no. that they need coaches. Oh, no. <laughs> So the only way he could get in if he's if I coach, I think. I don't think he wants that. I don't mm. know if I want that. Your heart can't take it. You just get so stressed out with these kids at this age. Do you want it? Kind of. He loves coaching basketball. Um, wait, really quick before we move on. Tell them about the time you yelled at the kids and the coach doesn't even yell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the coach is so nice. <laughs> the coach is way too nice. He's the nicest guy and he never argues with the, the he's very respectful umpire and then he's always respect the call guys because everyone's it's, it's admirable a, though it is at a point i admit so, but when they had that horrible like, game they, they he have, didn't make them run that yeah. was one thing so they have a you know bad calls come and go whatever and then some are borderline but sometimes there's really bad calls and then everyone's screaming because it's such a bad mm-hmm. call and then he just looks at everybody respect the call respect the call <laughs> so okay anyway. but wait i will say the parents act worse than the kids there's been more parent oh, fights. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. The parents are fighting. The parents are talking shit to the So ums. ghetto. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of ghetto. But, you know, sometimes when you're a coach, you have to let the ump know you had a bad call to, you know, and I don't say persuade calls, but maybe the ump will realize, like, maybe I did really do a bad call. It's part of the game. Uh, that's what, you know, I guess in baseball, they want the human element. That's why they haven't really gone 100% to cameras yet or AI for the strike zone and stuff. So... That's why that's there. But um, so anyways, I guess she wanted to tell the story where was I needed to collect. Wait, quit moving back and forth. It's it's changing the audio. The story is, is that, uh, not Darlene. (laughs) (coughs) The story is, is that, uh, as being team dad, I had to collect paperwork, whether it's the paperwork for the contract or that they won't get into fights. They're going to be nice, blah, blah, blah. The medical paperwork and in the school they go to had to turn in paperwork as well. So anyways, it's like week two or week three and kids are still missing paperwork. So <laughs> at the end of practice, you got to remind you, the coach is super nice, right? Super chill. And, you know, coach kind of brings it up at the end of practice to bring it in. But the kids are not even listening when he's talking to because practice already ended. So one day I needed it because our first game was coming up. So I need all the paperwork in. So then they were all packing. I'm like, hey, guys, I got to say something. And then they all turn around. And I'm pretty much telling them, hey, 
You guys need to get this paperwork in. I don't I don't want to keep bugging your parents because your parents are not responsible for this. You are responsible for this. You guys are old enough to figure this out. And then um, one kid said, well, what if, like, I my parents don't help me turn it in or something? They said, he said something still blaming his parents. <laughs> and then I just, like, snapped. It irked that little a question that he said. <laughs> like, he, he couldn't do things by himself. So I just asked him, do you wipe your own butt? <laughs> and, again, this is me brand new. I don't know any of these parents, these kids. It's not like they've known me for years or the coach. And he was like, he got all nervous. He's like, yeah. I'm like, if you could wipe your own butt then you could definitely go get your teacher to sign a piece of paper, okay? <laughs> and then some guy raises his hand. He goes, but I already turned mine in. I'm like, then I'm not talking to you. If, I, if I'm talking to people that didn't turn the paperwork in, I'm like, come on, guys. You guys are old enough to understand what needs to be done. I said it a little bit more mean and louder than that. And then the coach just looked around. He was just like, hey, guys, yeah, when a parents, you know, parents or coach are talking to you, you got to <laughs> listen and blah, blah, blah. I know the story doesn't sound as good now, but it was literally like a – Awkward moment because the coach doesn't yell. And then just last week, I was yelling at the players again. And then Darlene was there for once at practice because usually I go to practice alone. And she heard me get in trouble by the coach because he doesn't yell at the players, but he yells at me to be quiet. (laughs) Because I was yelling. He's like, he was like, he said, dad, I got this. Yeah, team dad, I got this. (laughs) I was like, oh. (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap this up. Um, The next episode, we're going to catch you guys up to speed on a little bit of the projects we have going on and a really cool um, new Barbie that just came out representing people with Down syndrome. It's the first Barbie to have Down syndrome. And so we'll catch you guys later. We already hit our 20 minute mark.